This is How Did I Get This Far, a podcast tackling the basic skills and knowledge that we all completely missed learning. Soon enough, you'll stop having to ask yourself, how did I get this far? On this episode, wait, spit can take out a blood stain? It's time to find out, how did I wash my clothes this far? Hello and welcome to How Did I Get This Far? Today we're going to be talking about care for your clothes. So I have a customer and seamstress who works in costume design for TV, features, web series, commercials, editorials, photo shoots, and she's a member of the Motion Picture Costumers Union. She also has a retail merchandising and product development degree from Florida State University, as well as a fashion design degree from the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. So welcome, Janet Mulberry. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being a part of this. This, I think, is a very hot topic for this podcast because I definitely don't know anything about caring for my clothes. And um, I know a lot of other people don't or don't really know the tricks to take care of their clothes better. So I'm very excited. What made you so interested in learning more about what taking care of clothes entails? Um, I think I just sort of fell into it. I always really loved um, costume design and I actually learned how to sew because growing up, my mom said anything that I wanted, I had to buy on my own. So I started going to thrift stores that I could afford a $3 bag sale, you know, and then kind of taking those things and making them fit me, making them work. Uh, So it all just sort of kind of happened organically. And then I ended up studying uh, at Florida State and then moving on to the Fashion Institute and just sort of fell into to the care aspect of it being a costumer uh, working for TV. My experience with taking care of clothes, um, usually I just throw it out, but one horror story I had, I had this white t-shirt, just a plain white t-shirt, but I really liked the way it fit. It was like my go-to tee. And I went to get like my eyebrows waxed at a nail salon this one time. And obviously I have my eyes closed and I hear the woman go, oh, I then look in the mirror to see how she did. And I see a splotch of orange wax on my white shirt oh no Um, and the salon literally didn't do anything for it they were just like oh sorry oh that's such a bummer it was so bad so then I tried to take matters in my own hand because normally I'd just throw it out but I really liked the shirt so I did a very brief google search on how to take care of my shirt and it said something along the lines of put like a cardboard underneath the shirt and take either it was like hot water or wax something to, to remove it I can't remember But basically what happened, I used the cardboard box of something with lots of labeling and stuff on it. So it wasn't just a plain piece of cardboard. And the ink from the cardboard just completely covered the white shirt. So now there was wax and ink and anything possible all over the shirt. So I ended up having to throw out my favorite shirt because I don't know how to take care of my clothes. So you know the tricks. Um, I think the most basic care before we get into how to clean stains would be um, how to wash your clothes. So all I know is all in cold. I throw it in there, throw a pod in there, have it on cold. And then I guess that I think those are all the knobs. I don't even remember what the knobs are. (laughs) um, I've had a bunch of people um, shout out to Haley and to Leah. They've been wanting to know more about how to take care of their clothes with the laundry. Um, So walk us through that. Definitely. Laundry is so crucial. It's also like the biggest enemy to your clothes, right? Like for the longevity of your clothes, taking care of them and laundering them is crucial and doing it incorrectly can really ruin things. So a real fast tip about laundry is that underwear, towels, and sheets 
always get washed in hot water. Everything else can be in cold because underwear, towels, and sheets are things that you're gonna wanna disinfect. They're things that need uh, bacteria to be killed. So that's why you wanna use hot water. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I have not been doing that. I'm surprised. I meet a lot of people, you know, I'll get inexperienced customers that come onto our trailer and don't know how to do laundry and they're throwing things everywhere. And that's really critical. The underwear, towels, and sheets are always things that you want to wash in hot water. Everything else is pretty good and cold, um, just kind of depending on the situation. And another key point about laundry is that you want to try to use delicate bags on delicate items. It'll just help things last longer because every time you throw something in the washer or the dryer, um, your items are being abrased. They're rubbing against each other. And so if you notice, you'll pull things out of the laundry, you'll have underwear that kind of, um, you know, the elastic is kind of peeling away or a sweater that has like a snag in it. Those are the kinds of things you want to wash in delicate bags, and it keeps those things from happening. I actually know people that put everything in the delicate bag, just separate bags inside the machine. <laughs> um, those delicate bags, is it like a mesh bag? Is that okay? Is there special bags for it or any yeah. bag? Um, no, they're definitely special bags. They're mesh bags, so they'll still let the water and the soap flow through, um, but they're not... Uh, wide enough to actually cause any damage. So it kind of keeps everything locked in and safe in there. Um, another key point, we use this all the time. If you have any vintage clothing that can't be washed or you're scared to wash it, spray it with vodka. We do this all the time. Vodka is a disinfectant. So if you put it in a spray bottle, the cheapest stuff you can get, uh, spray it in the sensitive areas, the smelly areas. It's also a deodorant. It'll clean it right up. And that's what we do when we use things from rental houses that are actually vintage from the 20s, 30s, 40s. Um, that's how we clean things exclusively. It's also how mascot uniforms are washed, is just with spritzes of vodka because they're too big to put into machines. So that's how all those like super sweaty, gross things get cleaned. I never thought about how you would wash a mascot costume. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, and it's with alcohol. So would it be just like you go to the liquor store, you buy the cheapest bottle of vodka and then spritz, spritz? Yep. Yeah, you can dilute it with water, make it last a little bit longer, but you can also use straight vodka. Wow. The knobs is my biggest concern. So Sure. Uh, obviously, every washer dryer is a little bit different, but I know in general, the settings are probably the same wording. How do you know, like what, just go over them. I'm, I'm already tongue tied because I don't even know what I'm <laughs> saying. This is the most difficult topic for me, I think. <laughs> sure. So a lot of them are just fancy words for different heat settings. So like I said earlier, you really just want to use hot and cold. The kind of middle settings are, I think, there for your comfort. And some people do just toss everything in on, you know, permanent press, which is just sort of a mid-temperature. Yeah, as far as the knob settings, really, you just want to use the cold wash and the hot wash. And some of the fancier new machines, you know, have a delicate setting or, yeah, really those things, they coordinate to the care label that is on your clothes. Um, and what a lot of people don't realize is that care labels are extremely regulated. Uh, to sell a garment in the United States, you have to go through a very uh, 
you know, research and development period, a very strict research and development period um, to be approved uh, to actually sell your garments. So they actually test the fabrics in many different ways and they find the exact ways to properly take care of something to reduce shrinkage, to reduce color fastness, uh, all these things. So those little tags on your clothes are like the Bible for your garment. So you really want to pay attention to that. And uh, a lot of the times it won't be written out. They're actually symbols that are on the tag. And I don't remember what they all mean. So my key for dealing with that, if I'm at work or even here at home, is just Googling uh, laundry care symbols. And they have the little sheets and I just print them out and I keep them next to my washer dryer or I even have taped them onto the laundry detergent label or, you know, the bottles. Oh, mm -hmm. Um, just as a quick reference to be like, oh, I'm not so sure about this thing. Okay, this is tumble dry low, you know, <laughs> it, it says it all right there. Or, you know, what iron setting do I use? It's all right there for you uh, to properly take care of things. So. so with those tags, I know it's like, like you said, it's like the Bible for that piece of clothing. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I've washed those items that say, you know, it needs to be hand washed or whatever it might say. Uh, I've ignored it and just yeah. washed it in cold and they're fine and and they last for a while still so how significant is it to follow those what actually is happening to my clothes that maybe I don't realize that means I should be following those tags sure um well I think also the these companies are trying to cover themselves you know so they're gonna put the top level care for all of these clothes I, it will not ruin your clothes most of the time. This sweater, for example, says hand wash only. I'll put it in a delicate bag and throw it into the wash and then hang dry. More often than not, nothing super detrimental will be happening to your clothes. This is just the uh, proper way to take care of everything. When it comes to the dryer, um, again, there's a bunch more settings with that. Are there any ways that if you change the settings, it will ruin your clothes. I know a lot of people that will hang dry all of their clothes just to be safe because you deal with a lot of shrinkage. As soon as you apply heat to certain fibers, they shrink. So it's really great if those jeans that you love have stretched out and you need them to fit again, uh, but not so great if you have, you know, a sweater that fits really tight already and you put it into the wash and all of a sudden it's a child size. So. <laughs> Well, it's good to know about jeans that if you ever put them on a second time and they don't fit quite right, it might not be that you've gained weight. It might be that you put it in the dryer. Yeah, what happens is the fibers themselves are loosening up and a lot of jeans these days have uh, elastic, like it's called elastane woven into your jeans. So when you toss them in the dryer, they can shrink up again because it is this elastic that is woven in there. So with my bathing suits, I hand wash them. And here's where I know I'm going wrong and you can correct me. I don't know how to hand wash besides just going into my sink and cutting open a, uh, like a Tide Pod and then putting it all over my bathing suit and then wash, 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 and then hanging it over my shower as it completely drips and soaks um, half my shower and half my floor. Yeah. And um, then I start noticing that the color of the bathing suits dripping with that water coming out. So 
Yes. What are we supposed to do with our bathing suits? Um, that was a great first step. I think you really want to make sure that you properly rinse the garment afterwards, because if you're just washing uh, in the same tub with the soap, then it's not completely washing off. And you might you might recognize that happening too. You can kind of feel like a film over top of what you've just washed. Yeah. You can kind of like feel that it's a little, that's the detergent that hasn't been completely washed off. Ugh. So you want to do like another, uh, like just wet rinse with no detergent to get it all out of there. Um, the other thing that's happening with the color, that's called color fastness. And it's when the dye isn't properly sealed on the garment. So something you can do for that, and this goes across the board, not just uh, bathing suits, but you know, t-shirts, socks, everything. Um, if you notice that that's happening is you can soak the garment in cold water and salt. And salt will lock in the color. And then what you wanna do is rinse the garment and then do it the same thing again, but cold water and white vinegar and then rinse. And those two, some chemical process happens in which the garment uh, locks in the color, like the color is sealed. So you won't have that problem with it uh, leaking everywhere, <laughs> the color rubbing off on something else. Um, all right, well, let's uh, keep the laundry topic before we can finally move on from my least favorite topic ever. Um, <laughs> Okay, I've always had a concern about those dryer sheets that we put into the dryer. Um, is that different from fabric softener? And how important is it? Because when I've forgotten it, my clothes end up coming out the same. Sure. Um, so fabric softener is essentially a conditioner for your clothes. So it goes in and it conditions and it softens the fibers. I don't personally use fabric softener because it's a chemical process that's breaking down your fibers in the clothes. So it makes them not last as long. It can start, um, the, you know, snags easier or start pilling or, you know, the threads that hold the seams together can break easier because you're breaking down the fibers so that they're softer. So if you do choose to use it, I would use it sparingly. In a dryer sheet, uh, just reduces static electricity in your dryer. If you noticed when you didn't use it, you probably pulled sheets out and they were all sticking together. Maybe you might have gotten shocked. Uh, so that's really what the dryer sheet does. It can help like infuse scents and fluff up a little bit, but really the point of the dryer sheet is just to reduce static electricity. Wow, that makes that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really not shining in this episode at all. <laughs> um, fair enough. So do put them in every time. Is it, it, and it should be used every time you're doing your laundry, I assume? Um, I personally don't use them. It doesn't bother me too much. But I think, uh, you know, some people like their clothes to be heavily scented. So I think it's a personal preference. It doesn't, it's not required. Um, just up to you. Fair enough. Um, and then what about bleach? So I know I've, I've never used bleach in my life. Okay. So <laughs> I, all I know is that you're supposed to use it to make your white clothes whiter, but that's all I know. Okay. Um, so I would say just 
follow the instructions on the bottle because the ingredients vary between different bleach brands and never ever ever use plain old bleach on your clothes the hard stuff is for your floors your bathtub your kitchen that kind of thing you don't want to use those extremely strong chemicals on your clothes they'll help they'll break them down a lot more so what you want to look for is alternative bleach or oxygen bleach which hopefully people don't get too confused about this most of the time because they're kept in different aisles, different places. The household cleaners will have the household bleach, but you know, I've seen a customer see our bleach on the shelf and take it, and I'm like, oh no, don't do that. So um, oxygen bleach or alternative bleach is used for whitening your clothing. So the general guideline uh, to maximize the brightening is you fill your washer up with water, you dissolve the bleach completely, and then throw in the clothes you're trying to brighten and let them sit for six hours, just in that water solution. And then run your washer like normal. Uh, and that is the most effective way to use bleach. I don't use it as a way to get stains out mostly, because uh, then I find that you're dealing with a lot of that color fastness again, having like a little spot that's brighter than everywhere else. So you got your stain out, but now you have a circle of you know, white or whatever. Um, but another thing that you can use instead of bleach is actually anti-bluing agents because most of your white clothes are optically white. So they're not actually white, they just appear that way to your eye. So when you see that your clothes are not as white, it's because they're turning yellow from stains or uh, actually laundry detergent can actually um, make your clothes turn yellow. So you can use an anti-bluing agent, something like uh, Miss Stewart's Laundry Bluing is one of the brands. Um, and it can actually be used to darken jeans as well. If you realize that your jeans have lost some of their color, you can use this anti-bluing agent and it darkens them up again. So it kind of has a dual purpose. My whites are, they're, they're white enough, I guess is how I'll define them, but I've just, I, I always knew there was something more to, that I needed to do to make them whiter. And now I know I, I was very far off from ever doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when it comes to, obviously, when you do your wash, when it comes to having stains on your clothes, I know there's like different like to-go products if there's a stain right away. There have been times that that's worked for me and times that that ruined the shirt for me. Mm -hmm. um, I've also heard that as soon as there's a stain, you should put it in the wash, but obviously not every time you have a stain, you can go right to the wash. Um, so what are different solutions for when there's a stain on your clothes? So I really love working in the industry that I do because I work with a lot of industry veterans who have been doing this for you know, 50, 60 years and all of their tricks and tips and everybody's different. So here are a few that I've learned. Uh, you're definitely right. The first thing you should always try to do is wash it immediately, uh, act fast with one exception, but I'll get to that. Um, and then on the tail end, after you do these treatments, you should definitely run it through the wash and never ever throw something in the dryer that still has a stain on it. So once you apply heat, you set the stain and there's not much you can do. Um, but there's three categories of stains, so earth, proteins, and oil. So earth are things like fruit juices, grass stains, that kind of thing. 
uh, proteins are like anything that your body emits, like sweat, blood, that kind of thing. And then there's oils like makeups, cooking oils, that kind of thing. So for earth stains, you can use a combination of dishwashing detergent, white vinegar, and water. And these things work like erasers. If you get to it quick enough. Dishwashing detergent, what's in yeah. that? That's different from laundry detergent. Yeah, so dishwashing detergent has grease cutters. So if you think about like the things you're cleaning your plates with, it's for food, oils, that kind of thing. So it helps break down those chemical bonds in those oils. So it's the same thing, you know, if you have juice in a cup, you can also use it on your clothes just fine. So uh, for protein, <laughs> yeah, for protein stains, things like sweat or blood, you can use water, ammonia, hydrogen peroxide, and then laundry detergent. And that combination works really well for these things. Uh, and then oils, you can use a degreaser, um, water and acetone, or just like nail polish remover. Those things help get like deep oils or uh, makeup, that kind of stuff. Like uh, lipstick will come out with degreaser, water and acetone. Um, but I do have some like, those are sort of a, an overarching thing, but I have a few like simple trip tricks in case you don't have those kinds of things. Definitely, what's that? So for oil stains, you can use distilled water and Dawn dish soap. And that's actually what they use to like clean the baby ducks in the oil spill. Oh, I've seen that in the commercial. Yeah, so it works the same on your clothes. It'll get out the grease stains, the oil stains, that kind of thing. And then distilled water has mineral properties that can also help pull up the stains. For wine, I know wine stains are a big deal, even on your carpet, like any kind of fabric. Uh, again, dishwashing liquid, hydrogen peroxide, those two things will get wine out. And for all of these things, you want to blot every stain. You never want to rub because then you're abrasing the fibers instead of just staying on top of it. So blot and don't rub. Uh, Ooh, that's, that's a helpful trick. Yes. Because <laughs> in uh, the heat of the moment, like you might be like, <laughs> yeah, just get it out. No, patience is definitely key for stains. Um, another one of my fun uh, tips is for ink stains, like a pen or anything like that. Um, this is the one exception where you want to let it dry before you treat it. So always let an ink stain dry, and then you can use hairspray to get an ink stain out. Oh, I feel like I heard hairspray was a trick for something, but okay, mm -hmm. so it's for ink. Yeah, and really it's just because it has a high alcohol content, so if you don't have hairspray, you can just skip and go straight to rubbing alcohol. So rubbing alcohol is always going to be better for that kind of thing. Uh, it's similar to the vodka, like it's a disinfectant and it cleans. Um, it's sort of our like one size fits all <laughs> stain treatment. Um, another cool tip for makeup is just a makeup remover wipe. That works a lot of the time. And then blood all the time if I'm sewing, I get pricks on my finger and I end up getting something on a garment. You can use spit. Your own spit will take out a blood stain. Okay. <laughs> I would just spit directly on it and then blot it with like uh, a tissue. It's kind of gross, but it works. It's the enzymes within your saliva will actually pull the enzymes in your blood out of the fabric. So uh, oh. 
yeah, they bond together and it pulls out the fabric. It's very weird, but it works. It's crazy. I was actually doing an installation in a museum one time and a woman, because uh, I install costumes in museums on displays and a woman uh, who was another volunteer with me um, was doing up a zipper and it like caught in her skin and she got blood on this costume uh, from a movie and we were all freaking out. And I was like, no, 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 you just, <laughs> this is gonna be weird, but you have to spit on it and it'll come right out. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. Is there ever a circumstance when, you know, I obviously, I feel like tied to go pens sell really well and all those to go products. It sounds like every stain's different and that, mm -hmm it appears as like a universal tool does is there any any time that you shouldn't use that or what are your thoughts on that hmm. a lot of those things contain bleach so i try not to use them on things that are very colorful or a very solid color because you're gonna end up uh you'll you might get the stain out but you're just gonna end up with a weird ring that never leaves because now you've actually gotten rid of the dye that's there too so those mm. things like penetrate deep <laughs> so yeah. that's hap that happened to one of my shirts i used some kind of quick solution i think it was from shout a shout uh like wipe mm -hmm. and it left a circle where the stain was and yeah the stain was gone but the shirt was done for because yeah. it there was still this circle now so that makes sense because there's products in it that aren't for solid colored shirts yes and shout wipes we use them all the time at work um and the ring will always be there uh when you wash it sometimes it comes out and it's fine so it just kind of depends on the situation what fabric you're using it on, what kind of dye was used, all of that. So if there is a stain or if there's something that you just don't think you can handle on your own and you do want to go to dry cleaning, what um, what is what does that mean? I whenever I've gone, like brought something, I guess fancier, like maybe a suit of some kind, and I pay all this money for dry cleaning, what am I actually paying for? Sure. Uh, so a dry cleaner works exactly the same as your washing machine, and it's sort of a misleading title because your clothes do get wet. It's not a dry process. Essentially, I actually did not know that that meant it was a dry process. I just thought that was the term. I didn't yeah. <laughs> um, so what what they do is that dry cleaners have access to really strong chemical cleaners that just we as a general population don't have access to. So they are able to work on really hard stains or things that. Um, have been stained for a very long time and all these like home remedies won't work. Um, what they do is they use solvents instead of water to wash your clothes. So it's a deeper clean and it's, um, it sounds harsher, but materials that are weaker or more delicate actually prefer the solvent to the water. So that's what a dry cleaner is. Okay. Well, I definitely did not know that. I literally just thought they put it on a little conveyor belt and then, I don't know, send it to Narnia or something. I'm really not sure. It just it always seemed like a mystery. So it makes more sense. Yeah, they're interesting places. A lot of these chemicals are so harsh and the offput from them um, are not entirely environmentally friendly. So that's why it takes so long for you to get your clothes back because most uh, dry cleaning facilities aren't allowed within city limits, so they actually have to drive them out to a 
plant, like a chemical plant, to do the washing and then drive them back in. So your clothes travel quite a bit when you get them dry cleaned. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. It's a whole journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, I got a couple more how-tos. We can either reference um, YouTube or if you have tips. Um, how to clean sneakers. Um, it depends on what the sneaker's made out of. Uh, a typical, let's say, like a pair of Keds that's just a canvas sneaker. Um, I would spot treat mostly. You can use those same tips that I said earlier about stain treatment on your shoes, canvas shoes, that's fine. I do know people that throw them in the washing machine, and that's fine. Um, I would always remove the laces, and I would hand wash the soles until, you know, nothing's coming off of them, because as soon as you put them in there, they're bouncing around on each other, and they're just going to dirty up some more. So always, uh, even if you just take some, like, uh, hand soap and water and just wash the soles. Another um, really cool thing for the soles of the shoes, like if you have a converse and that little rubber part that's at the toe, that kind of thing, you can use a magic eraser on and um, it'll take most of whatever kind of scuffs or that kind of stuff. What about, okay, so those are sneakers. What about like nicer shoes, like dress shoes or suede shoes? What would you use if there's a stain on those? Yeah, uh, most of the time with suede, what's happening is the the dirt or whatever, is it's really just on the top layer. So it's something that you just want to buff away and not uh, treat with any sort of water. So what I do is just, I'll even take a bandana or a microfiber cloth and just kind of buff it out. Um, most of the time that works flawlessly. Uh, Anything more than that, I will treat with um, a wet one, those little disposable wipes. You can take those most of the time that I'll get any like shoe stains out. Um, okay, I think those were a majority of the, the how-to type questions. Oh, there's one more. How to get rid of foot odor in shoes. Do you have advice on that? Baking soda. Uh, if you just I feel like I've heard that. Yeah. If you dust baking soda inside of a smelly shoe and then leave it overnight and then dump it out in the morning, you should be good to go. Uh, obviously, my key advice for this would just be prevention. Um, try to store your shoes in well-ventilated areas. Um, switch out your shoes. If you're wearing the same shoes every single day, like it's going to have more buildup of bacteria and odors. So... Um, that kind of thing is really important. Also, um, I found that copper-infused socks really help with uh, foot odor as well. <laughs> what on earth is that? There are these socks that are just infused with copper, and um, copper has antibacterial properties. So as your foot sweats, it helps to kill the bacteria immediately and not sink into your shoes. And socks are obviously something you're washing a lot more frequently than your shoes. So it's a good step for uh, preventative care. <laughs> this is probably the dumbest response to you saying that. But when I think of copper, I think of pennies. And pennies always smell like more than any other coin. So I'm just so surprised that copper is considered like a less bacterial material. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how it works, but it really does. Wow. Okay. Definitely learning stuff here. Um, okay, so one last question before we move on. Since you've been working with uh, clothes and different materials for so long, I'm sure you have a whole bag of tools that you use for last minute fixes, last minute cleanups. What 
would you say are those items that you have to have on you to help with your clothes? Sure. Um, so we already covered a few of them. Uh, I always have wet ones in my kit, like so many wet ones. Uh, most of the time, if you have a stain, it is that like treat right away situation and you can't always do that. So if you just pre-treat with a wet one right away, it almost always gets rid of something um, or if not, uh, allows you to deal with it later um, in a more like in-depth way. Uh, shout wipes are another thing. They're for the harder, like tougher stains, things that the wet one didn't get out. I'll try a shout wipe. And then like we said, it will leave a ring, but if you wash it, it should go away. Um, this one's kind of interesting. Top stick. So I don't know how many people know what top stick is, but it's sort of <laughs> like critical in my line of work. It's actually a toupee tape that people use to keep their wigs on their heads. Oh. So it's uh, like a double-sided tape, but it's skin safe. And we use it for everything. An actor comes in, their pants are too long, we just top stick the inside of their pant and they're good to go. Uh, so I always have it on me because you never know what you just kind of want to keep in place or even like necklaces always bother me because they're running around like crazy. So if you put a little piece of tape on it, it stays right in place. Um, it's kind of crazy how much top stick we go through. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing that I would recommend uh, always having on hand is a lint roller, travel lint roller. <laughs> uh, take totally care. I forgot about lint rollers. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then another cool thing, if you have a lot of like fuzzies on a sweater or something, is using a dermaplaning tool, uh, which I'm not sure how many people actually use dermaplaning tools, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, it's like, this little tool that has a very tiny blade on the end that uh, people use to get rid of like peach fuzz on their face. So it's like a very tiny like razor blade, but using one of those on your sweaters to get out the pills works like a charm. So. Oh, there is so much that I got out of this. It's crazy. So thank you so Yay. much. Um, if people have more questions about clothes or want to get to know you more, where can people reach you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's just Mulberry J. Yeah, if you have any questions at all, totally reach out. If you have a specific scenario, I know a lot of these are sort of general answers. So if you're like, hey, Janet, I really can't get this out of this jacket. What do I do? Um, definitely reach out. Or if you have any sewing questions at all, um, let me know. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, please subscribe, leave reviews, share these episodes so that you are prepared to tackle any new stain in your life. Um, and we'll catch you next time. Is there another basic aspect of life that you cannot grasp? Send your topics to howdidigetthisfar at gmail.com and tag at howdidigetthisfarpod on Instagram with any helpful hacks. Well, that's as far as we will get for now. I'm Amanda Ogan. Thanks for listening.